And the topic for today is understanding the present moment. Okay. So I don't actually have a anything that I can do online, but I'm just turning my recording device round so that people in the room can see it. And as I speak, what you see is an upward and downward movement very, very quickly. If we zoom in, and then I say something, you're actually able to see that the sound signals are vibrations. They're going up and down. So what a vibration consists of, what sound consists of, that the human ear can detect, is a vibration is the change between air pressure. Air pressure high, air pressure low, air pressure high. So it's basically waves. They are literally sound waves. And that is a good way to understand the present moment. And when I turned around my recording device and you were able to see the sound being represented digitally as a signal in the recording device, you'll notice that as I continue talking, the screen scrolls past. That's a good way to understand the present moment. That screen, which includes the sound wave, is constantly moving. And the screen is actually monitoring the last thing that I just said. And all the rest of it moves out of the screen. If this was 300 milliseconds, that would be your present moment. Your present moment is moving through time or time is moving through the present moment. We have no clue about any of this, despite the belief that scientists understand the nature of the universe. They can measure time, but nobody has a clue what it is. So we're moving through time, or time is passing the present moment. And as it does that, what happens is the brain, in a feat of super organic engineering parcels up an incredible amount of information and filters it continuously as you're going through time and it's 300 milliseconds long which is a third of a second and the reason we know that yet again we can use sight sound as a way of understanding this if somebody's walking down the road bouncing a basketball the sound's coming back at speed of sound, 700-odd miles an hour, I think it is. But the image of the visual image of the basketball hitting the ground is coming back at the speed of light, 186,000 miles per second. It's almost instantaneous. As the bouncer of the basketball gets further away, once they get to 30 meters, the difference between the image hitting the eye and the sound of the basketball coming back moves past a third of a second. And you notice then, you can see that the basketball bounces back up before the sound happens. You've got the same thing with a video, when the image of the video, the video part of it, and the audio aren't synchronized. 
you get this strange effect where somebody's mouth is moving and different words are coming out of their mouth and we've all experienced that yeah again you only actually you can notice it a, a shorter period of time but you have to be pretty much used to things like video editing but basically 300 milliseconds and you realize that it's not synchronized so what's happening there is this information's coming in th different 300 millisecond hops. So there you go, there's a 300 millisecond experience of the present moment. And our awareness is at the end of that 300 millisecond. So it's taking in all of this information, it's processing it, and it leaves us with what the neuroscientists refer to as a representation. So we're packaging up all of that information and here we are in the present moment at the end of a continuously moving 300 milliseconds of it. I'll do some practices that will enable you to experience this in a minute. So I can talk about all of this, but you can actually experience it. What does that, all that mean? What's it got to do with meditation? Well, mindfulness meditation is bringing us into that 300 milliseconds. Depending on what we're focusing our attention on, let's say we focus our attention on sound, such as the ticking of the clock and the sound of traffic or whatever other sounds there are around you, there's that constant movement of the present moment through time. So this is what I call a common observable reality. Whoever I speak to, so long as your hearing is up to it, you'll be able to notice the ticking of the clock or the movement of the breath or anything that's observable moving through time. That's our reality. But we don't spend much time in it. We actually, almost universally, spend our time in our imagination because what we do is we delegate all of the things that we need to do getting up in the morning cleaning our teeth having a shower have you noticed that you can go through this process and you're going out the door driving to work driving to wherever you normally work you get there and somebody will say something like what was the journey like and you don't know <laughs> because you were actually in, in your imagination. You'd created scenarios in your head, you're listening to the radio or whatever it might happen to be, and the body is on autopilot. That's not necessarily a bad thing, but it leaves your mind open to being drawn into imaginary scenarios that are unhelpful for your happiness. Who was worrying about a pandemic in 2019? Who was worrying in 2019? So everybody's worrying, but you're not worrying about the thing that actually happened. So worrying is not a predictor of the future. Sir Walter Scott, one of his famous quotes, look back and smile on perils past. <laughs> look back and have a laugh and a smile at the things that you were worrying about in 2019. Yeah. Or when it can go back further, and they're all, all, and you're worrying about certain day-to-day -day things. Every chance you don't even remember what you were worrying about. So what happens is there we are. We're in this world of worry, or we're in this world of rumination, where we're 
reconstructing the past continually in our brain. We're creating scenarios of the future. And this present moment experience, the sound, stops existing. We're literally not living in reality. We're living in our mind. What mindfulness meditation does is it trains us to notice this. We notice that our mind's wandering, as we refer to it, and then we're able to choose. Do I want to come back to now, or do I want to continue focusing on something in my mind? And really, more importantly, if I do focus on something in my mind, will it be something that's beneficial to me rather than wherever the mind or the news media or my peers or my family or neighbours or colleagues have directed my awareness into an unhelpful scenario of the past or the future. So the power of mindfulness meditation is the power of being able to choose how to use your mind. So I was having a chat to somebody last night a lot of you have done the course, you'll have done the Noting Unhelpful Thought Patterns practice, which is what I teach to help people to terminate the unhelpful repetitive mind loops that we all notice. And they said to me, what happens when this happens in your life? No matter what happens in my life to date, since I learned this as a skill, if I discover that my mind's ruminating too long and I use that practice, that's it, gone. And what the practice does, the practice hones my awareness of my unhelpful thought pattern. Now the reason that a lot of people find that difficult is because you don't believe that you can stop the thought pattern. Well, no matter what you think, what your experience is, so thoughts and experience is one thing, inside you is belief. Look at how you act. Hands up, folk who've done the course, just out of curiosity. I'm not going to ask, pin down any individual person. Does anybody use noting unhelpful thought pattern? That's one, yeah but not right now, but you have used, who's used it out of the course, people? That's actually, it's quite high. That's good, good. So that's the sharp end of the process of noticing that your mind's wandering, bringing your awareness back to now, having the choice of how to use your mind. Imagine what the world would be like if there were 8 billion people that could do that. That's what I'm trying to do. <laughs> one room full and one Zoom screen full at a time. <laughs> but we've got to get the word out. So what we'll do is we'll have a look at the present moment in some practices today. Now notice this is what's happening. When I sound the bell and you notice the movement of the sound of the bell through time, And the secret to this is to just stay with the sound as it moves through time.
stay with it. Back to the sound. Now move your attention to the ambient sound. That is the sound of traffic and movements in the building and the sound of my voice and ticking of the clock, if you can hear that. You can focus on this a lot easier if your eyes are closed or looking down past the tip of your nose with your eyes half shut. Notice that you can do the same thing with the sound of passing cars. If you're in a very quiet place, you may be able to hear your own breath rising and falling. to get everything out of the way to enable you to focus the most useful things that you can do firstly adopt an open balanced and relaxed posture by placing your elbows by your side and balancing your head comfortably on top of your spine and you're able to notice the passage of sound through time and you're able to notice the movement of the belly and if you place your tongue against the sharp part of the bottom teeth so it's up against the back of the top teeth so long as you don't have a cold or your nose is blocked for any reason you'll find you naturally breathe in and out through the nostrils you place your feet wherever your body's most stable 
become aware of the breath rising and falling in the belly and what you're noticing is just the movement of the belly and you're following that movement all the way up and all the way down belly rising and belly falling So now if you bring your attention to the space between the eyes as you breathe in and as you breathe out scan down from the space between the eyes scan down over the eyebrows, eyes and cheeks as you breathe out. Breathing in, space between the eyes, breathing out eyebrows, eyes and cheeks. <clears throat> and as you do this, if you're, sca if you're scanning down on the out breath, you count the breaths. So that means when you're at home you can do this and you can count for 10 out breaths. What we're doing is a thing called association. We're associating the out-breath with the scanning down and the out-breath is the relaxation part of the breath. So we're training ourselves to release tension in the eyes. And then we move over to, as we're breathing in, we bring our attention to the nostrils. The, the point where the air enters the nostrils. You're able to notice a coolness as you breathe in. And as you breathe out, you scan down mouth and lips, jaw and throat. Breathe in, cool sensation in the nostrils, breathe out, mouth and lips, jaw and throat. And if your tongue is gently in contact with the sharp part of the bottom teeth that will help to relax your jaw
Breathing in, bring your attention to the base of the skull, just where it meets the neck, and breathing out, again, we're scanning down both shoulders, down to where the arms are hanging from the shoulders. Breathing in, base of the skull, breathing out, scanning down both shoulder muscles. Place your first fingertip and your thumb tip very, very gently in connection. So gently that you could slide a cigarette paper between them. Breathing in, bring your attention to your wrist and breathing out, scanning down the palm, down through the fingers to the tips of the fingers. Breathing in the wrist, breathing out, scanning down through the hand, through the palm or over the back of the hand or through the center of the hand, down to the tips of the fingers. And what we're doing is releasing tension there. Again, when you do that at home, you do that over 10 out-breaths. And then breathing in, bring your attention to the crown of the head. And as you breathe out, scan down eyes, jaw, shoulder, hands, down through your body, down through your feet, into the floor. Breathing in, crown of the head, breathing out, cascading your awareness down over the face, the shoulders, the hands, down through your legs, down through your feet and into the floor. And just do that a handful of times. And then check back in with your body, your posture, elbows by the side, head balanced comfortably. Breathe in and as you breathe out, allow the arms to relax fully and pull down, naturally pull down the weight of the arms, pull down the shoulders. Just allow them to hang. 
And then we're back to noticing the movement of the belly rising and falling. All the way up. And all the way down. If you have a busy mind, you have internal chatter. That internal chatter is a voice. It's known as the inner dialogue or the inner monologue. And what we want to be able to do is to use that voice ourselves. And we use it to note the breath rising and falling. So using our inner voice, as we breathe in, we say in the mind, rising. And as we breathe out, we say in the mind, falling. Rising. Falling. From time to time your mind will wander and when it does you just gently, patiently, compassionately return your attention to the breath. Rising, falling. practice this for the next couple of minutes. It's called following the breath. Now check in with those shoulders. This is your stress barometer, the shoulders. Breathing in normally as you breathe out. Allow the arms to pull down the shoulders. Notice that some stress will have crept in, very probably, and your shoulders were a little bit tighter. And then when they're relaxed, they're loose again. 
back to the breath. Rising, falling. So what this is, this is a focused attention meditation. This is a mindfulness meditation. We've got a single point of focus, the movement of the breath. So we'll try some others out. Another one is the breath in the nostrils. The sensation of the in-breath and the sensation of the out-breath. What we're doing is noticing the sensation change as we breathe in and noticing the sensation change as we breathe out. So we're following the constant change in the breath. The breath is constantly changing. We're either breathing in or we're breathing out. It's a cycle. If the mind's not active, if, if we're, our mind hasn't drawn us into mind-wandering scenarios, memories, the future, whatever it happens to do, and if we do stay with that sensation in the breath, We're in that 300 milliseconds. And now if we move over to 
ambient sound, whatever it happens to be. So conveniently in here there's the ticking of the clock. Wherever you are there may be the sound of your breath if it's very quiet or there may be traffic and airplanes and people's voices and movements and so on. And all of that put together, that's what I call the hubbub. It's what happens when you walk into a cafe. There's the chattering, there's scraping of chairs, there's movement of tables, there's people's voices, there's the espresso machine, there's the door swinging, there's the traffic outside. It's a constant chatter of sound. the hubbub of the present moment, all the sounds, and then there's the movement of the belly, that's all part of the present moment. And then there's a sensation of the air in the nostrils, that's all part of the present moment. And then there's the thoughts, all passing through time. And then there's the sound of my voice, I'm just part of the hubbub. So instead of listening to the words that I say, Instead, listen to the sound of my voice moving through time. If your mind is active, whether it's images, whether it's symbols, whether it's your inner dialogue is active, notice your thoughts moving through time. along with everything else, along with the breath and along with sound.
And now if you bring your attention back to the nostrils, this is where the sharpest experience is of the present moment. Because of the sensation, but as well as that, the change of temperature. So as you breathe in, the nostrils become cooler, as you breathe out they become warmer. So again, checking in with your shoulders and your posture, any tensions crept back in. Breathing in and allow the arms to pull the shoulders down as you breathe out. And then back to the nostrils as you breathe in they're cooling. And as you breathe out, they're warming. And notice the change. You're noticing the change of temperature in the nostrils as you breathe in and as you breathe out.
any tensions crept back into the shoulders so you just check in with them again place your elbows by the side breathe in and as you breathe out just release any tension from there and then return to the coolness growing cooler and cooler warmer and warmer Again, checking in with your posture. Balance the head as comfortably as possible on top of the spine. We're noticing the movement of the present moment through time. Either with the breath or with sound or with both we're noticing the rising and falling of the belly noticing the sensation of being seated the weight of the body being pushed into the ground and the passage of sound through time.
for you already in your very very own time gently return your attention to your surrounding that's what I call for very good reasons the vanishing point meditation micro sleeps anyone <laughs> everyone all right okay what's happened there our head's full of stuff or well, we could get up in the morning full of stuff wake up in the middle of the night full of stuff go through the day stuff 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 and as you focus on smaller and smaller units of time first the sound then the breath and then when we're noticing the change of temperature we're in a tiny tiny little period of time that's so short there's no space for thoughts and then the thoughts go away and your sleep deprivation clicks in your head's nodding and that's how it works so that that was an exploration into the 300 milliseconds and we're at the end of that and it's constantly moving through time but we believe where our job, our car, how attractive we are, how many friends we've got, what we look like, what our future prospects are. No, we're just in that tiny little period of time, moving through time. That's it. All the rest of it, we're noticing it. You're no think about this, you're noticing your own breath. It's happening, you're noticing it. I'm noticing me holding my hand up. I'm noticing what I'm saying. Try that one day. Sit down and just wait for whatever comes out. You're at the end of the 300 milliseconds of noticing your own voice. Yeah. You're not at the front of that 300 milliseconds deciding what's going to come out. You're noticing it. So what influence do you have on the world if you don't even get to choose what you say? The influence you have is what you focus on. Yes, so hostile people live in a hostile world. Loving people live in a loving world. Same world. What's the difference? It's who you focus on. So if you walk down Bromley High Street, if you're focusing on potentially difficult people, you're in a difficult place. If you're focusing on happy, smiling people, assuming there are any happy, smiling people in Bromley High Street, you're in a happy place. Same place, same high street, same people. But you want to be able, irrespective of any of that, you want to be able to choose. And when you're in your mind, you're by definition not choosing. The mind's chosen to put you somewhere. And you want to get the choice back. You might then want to go, all right, I'll, I'll let that thought run, I'll let that experience run but this constant practice like this bringing yourself back to now and doing that regularly enough to train your subconscious to do it because you're not doing it in the same way that I'm not speaking I'm just noticing my words in the same way that you are similarly whether I notice that my mind's wandering I don't do that it's like learning to ride a bike. 
fall off the bike, get back on, fall off the bike, get back on. You're meditating, mind wanders back to the present moment, mind wanders back to the present moment. And then eventually you train your subconscious and you're walking along the road and you're, mm -hmm, this person, this should have happened, this is wrong, this is bad. And you go, oh, here I am. Sun, assuming there is any sun. Clouds, lovely. Clouds, sky, sound, traffic, rain. It's good. It's the present moment. 